Hi, you're listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast with me, Dr. John Kenworthy. The Leadership Advantage ultimately boils down to how you motivate and get people to do things that matter. This isn't some magic trick or silver bullet to instant success, but how you can leverage neuroscience hacks to become a better leader today than you were yesterday. The Leadership Advantage. It's why some leaders thrive whilst others struggle. Hey there, this is John and welcome to this week's Leadership Advantage podcast where we're focusing on the neuroleadership of hacking human nature to unstuck your true potential in life and work. This week, I'm looking at how you communicate effectively with impact. Influence. One of the greatest skills you can develop to achieve everything you want to and accomplish everything you want to do is develop your ability to communicate your ideas persuasively. Because ideas are the currency of the 21st century. And spreading your ideas in the 21st century, well, that requires a 21st century model of communication. When I first started working in my life, I was working in kitchens, as many of you know. Firstly, washing up, cleaning up, but later on cooking and being the chef. And in a kitchen, those environments are chaotic, noisy, and the pressure on time is immense. It's normally a couple of hours, a two-hour period, where once the customers start coming in and start ordering, you are running flat out. If you haven't got everything prepared, you are in trouble. And the job of the chef in charge of the kitchen for that mealtime is to make sure that people know what to do and follow orders. It's pure command and control. And it works. It works because everybody in the kitchen knows that what you need to do is simply go, yes, chef, and get on with it. Make sure you've got everything lined up and follow orders. Now, I've had bosses since in less hectic, chaotic environments who, well, they continue to be command and control. It works very well in the army. And we have an awful lot of ex-army folk who don't learn newer ways of leadership. Command and control is a way that works when, when your followers are following orders and don't have minds of their own. It's a 20th century model of communication. It has worked, but nowadays it's not working. We need a new model. So let me introduce you to HUGS, a 21st century model of communication that will enable you to effectively communicate with impact and influence. HUGS stands for touch my heart, understand me, give me something new, and tell me a story. And to communicate with impact and influence, you need to use HUGS. Why a story? Well, 
Neuroscience research using brain scans reveals that stories stimulate our brains, enabling the speaker to connect with the audience and making it likely that the audience will agree with the speaker's point of view. So what I'm going to share with you is what's actually happening inside the brain. Because once you know this, you can deliberately structure your communication to engage your audience and stand a greater chance of helping them understand a new point of view. The first piece of the brain I'm going to talk about is the PFC theatre, the prefrontal cortex. This is the part of your brain that's directly in your forehead, right above your eyes. Imagine this is like a theatre stage. When you focus on one single thing inside your brain, it's like there's an actor on stage. Now, inside your brain, you can keep three or four actors on stage at most at any one moment. Think of the way you remember telephone numbers. If you do still remember telephone numbers, you'll break it down into a series of three or four sections. Your PIN number, for example, if you've got six digits, it's probably two plus two plus two. Okay, so you've got a way of remembering, but you can only do that with three or four things at one time. And your theatre, it's a very small theatre stage, you've got one spotlight. So your spotlight can be on one actor at a time. Not two, one. But information from the outside world is still flooding you. It's coming in all the time. Imagine that is like actors invading the stage from the wings. They're coming in through the sides. They're flitting across the back of the stage. Maybe you keep a few in sort of time for long enough to say, well, does that matter? Does that matter? Does that matter? Is that plane going past matter? Does the air conditioning hum matter? Does the thunder outside matter? because you're constantly looking for that. And the same time, information that is from your inner world, your inside thinking, your self-talk. Well, imagine you're at the theatre and the audience members are, are climbing on the stage from their seats. That's your inner world because the, the audience is really your memory. So at any given moment, millions and millions of bits of information are vying for your attention. So when you are about to present or communicate with somebody, there are millions of bits of information that are competing for attention. So how do we get attention? Well, in the kitchens, we shouted, we swore, we cussed. And if you were like me and can't make croissant, for example, you might find a chef's knife flying very close by your ear. See, we give attention to anything unusual, anything new, or anything potentially threatening. And we have a, another piece in our brain called the anterior cingulate cortex, the ACC. So we've had the prefrontal cortex, the thinking or executive part. The ACC, well, that's like a, a trigger-happy security guard. It's always on the lookout for something novel, something unusual, something threatening. Anytime something novel or unusual is perceived in the anterior cingulate cortex, it triggers the production of cortisol, which is your main stress hormone, from the amygdala, making you feel distress. And you immediately pay attention to something that's threatening. Thank you.
So if I've got your attention, how do I keep your attention? Because we can't keep flooding your brain with cortisol because you'll just get more and more distressed, which eventually will lead to the freeze, flight or fight syndrome. So I don't want to have too much cortisol. What I need to do is I need to sustain your attention by steadily increasing the tension in a story. I want you to become a little bit anxious to know what happens next. This is why the mystery story is the best and most powerful story you can use in a business setting in order to keep people's attention because everybody wants closure. They want to know the answer. It's a whodunit. It's a what happened. See, once we've sustained attention for long enough, you become emotionally attached to the characters in the story. You empathize with them. And that's thanks to another neurochemical called oxytocin, which is your love hormone. You begin to like and then trust, sometimes love, the characters in the story. Think of any film that you've watched recently, any movie or any uh, series on television where you have closely looked, well, I don't want them to lose, I want them to win. That was oxytocin. And we have another part of our brain, a small part called the nucleus accumbens, that triggers the production of dopamine. And dopamine is our happy chemical. And when our story gives little winds of satisfaction, it makes us feel happy and satisfied. If you're wondering, where are all these parts? So, you know, I can't remember all of these names. Don't worry about that. If you go to the show notes on uh, my website at leadershipadvantage.com, follow the links and you will find this has got all the show notes. I've drawn some cartoon tile style drawings for you to show you where everything is. And there's also going to be a presentation on there, which includes a new story, a different story uh, through a video that you can watch. The problem in most business situations is that most communication is dull and uh, boring. It's, it's like everything is leaking because it's all facts and figures. There's no emotional connection, just facts. And when you don't connect facts emotionally, there's no dopamine to help consolidate the memory because we need dopamine not just to feel happy, we need it to remember stuff. So if there's no emotion, we forget facts. And if you're giving an update in your meeting about the quarter results, it's boring. Sorry, but it's boring unless it's emotionally attached. See, if there's no heart facts, you don't empathize with facts. So no oxytocin to help your audience trust you as a speaker. And you essentially fall asleep. You stop paying attention. Other things become more important, such as the beep from your phone. It's a lovely story of a, of a lady who, during the Queen Elizabeth's Jubilee celebrations, there was an opportunity for members of the public to become part of a receiving line, to actually meet Queen Elizabeth II during her Golden Jubilee celebrations and you know talk to the Queen. Now this is quite a big thing for British people. I'm sure it's a big thing for many people. And 
so this lady, she was in the uh, she was in the receiving line, and she was coming, and then she got to shake hands with Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth, and there was this insistent buzzing coming from her handbag, and it was ringing. It was her mobile phone, and she was so embarrassed. She was completely embarrassed. There she is, dumbfounded, looking into the eyes of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth, who very kindly leaned forward said, you'd better answer that. It might be somebody important. Now, can you imagine anything more important at that moment in time? Could anybody be more important at that precise moment than the Queen of England? Well, I don't really think so. But you see, Queen Elizabeth, it's not because she's from a different planet. It's because she's like us. She recognises that this urgency of the phone might be something important. The person on the other end had no possible idea what they were potentially interrupting. What I would like you to do is make boring communication a thing of the past. You want to have impact and influence. And to make your communication exciting and interesting, you need to tap on the way the brain works. You can use the storyline, the hero's journey, or the mystery story to increase tension, to produce enough cortisol and gain the brain's attention. And you increase tension to keep your audience's interest to find out, oh, what, what next? What, what? You haven't given them the answer yet. You haven't answered the question. You've got to keep their attention long enough to help your audience empathise with the characters of the story, which produces oxytocin and thereby trust in the speaker. And make sure your character gains little wins that bring your story to a positive ending. Whoever your character is, whether it's you, somebody else, your department, your team, your company, your clients. Producing dopamine because they get little wins, which helps both keep attention from your audience and helps consolidate memory because you need the dopamine to help Remember the facts that are within the story. So where do you start? Well, the most impactful speakers are people who are passionate about what they are sharing. It's the fuel on which their story feeds. You need to find your fuel. Think about this. Remember the most impactful speech you ever listened to, whether it's listen to on YouTube or online, or you listen to live. The most impactful speech you ever listened to, I guarantee it was a story. Remember your most loved film, your most loved movie? It was a story. Now think about and remember a significant event in your life. It's your story. Start there. Yes, start there. Start with your story. What is your story? So what next? What do you what do you do once you've started with your story? Think of your story where you the most significant event, the first time you got up to speak. Talk about that. Think about that. What is it? Why do you remember it so well? 
share it with others. It will create empathy with them because it will be the oxytocin. You'll help remember, they'll remember it because it's a story and because the dopamine was there to make them happy with the little wins that you've had and it consolidated the memory. What next? Hey, well, I've got a great coaching program. It's called 90 Days to Message Mastery. And I'll guide you on that journey to clarify your own message and communicate with impact. Drop me a line, reply to my email if you're on my VIP list, or drop me a message through the website and ask me about the 90 Days to Message Mastery. I can uh, work with you to make sure that you communicate with impact and influence. Have a blessed day. Bye for now. Hi. You're listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast with me, Dr. John Kenworthy. The Leadership Advantage ultimately boils down to how you motivate and get people to do things that matter. This isn't some magic trick or silver bullet to instant success, but how you can leverage neuroscience hacks to become a better leader today than you were yesterday. The Leadership Advantage. It's why some leaders thrive whilst others struggle.